Peter. And I'm Ashley. And we're married. This is Romance with a Cocktail. Today we're going to be discussing The Marriage Game by Sarah Desai. Is that how you say Desai. And um, this is also one of a series, apparently. Is that right? Or no? The characters will continue to and be ongoing. featured. Yes. So it kind of comes back. The whole family This comes is a back. universe. Yes. Have you read any others in this series? I have. I've read the other two that feature this family. Okay. But it, this is the first. Is number two Daisy? Does Daisy get married? Daisy no. gets number two. Okay. All right. So this is um, our first... Uh, what, what's the PC way to say it? Diverse novel? Um, diverse romance novel? How, how do you say this? To indicate that this is not uh, a white. I think that's novel. what you say. It's I not mean, a white one. It's the first novel where the main characters aren't white. Okay. And uh, it's an Indian family. And mm-hmm. both protagonists, the female lead and the male lead, are Indian. Yes. Right? How long ago did you read this? Maybe two years ago, not that long. It's hard because the years kind of run together, but it's fairly recent. So probably right after it came out. Okay. Yeah. And what did we decide? It came out in 2019? Something like that. Mm, tw- um, I don't know. We See, we, maybe we should start looking at that before we start our podcast. Um, the one last week came out in 2019, but I'm not sure. Yeah. Uh, 2020. Okay. okay. I feel like this is one that is also, like I read it during the pandemic, when I started branching out from my kind of traditional authors, Nora, Lisa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, today I made a uh, cocktail inspired by the novel. And it, it looks kind of creamy. Um, yeah. So I, do. What I really don't like, I don't like putting cream products in my cocktails, but. Yeah. You know, I don't you know really the, either. The, but... the Lassie is like the Indian drink. The famous. Yes. So this is a, this is a sassy Lassie. A sassy lassie. Okay, and what does it have in it? See if you can deconstruct it from your first tip. Coconut. You, you'll like it. Coconut in it. Yeah. And like some kind of fruit. Does it have a fruit in it? Mm-hmm. Oh, does it have like strawberry yogurt or something? Mm-hmm. Okay, and then, I mean, it has liquor in it, but I don't know. Mango, also mango oh, juice. Oh, mango juice. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is it rum? And rum. Yeah, rum. it's a rum drink. It's pretty tasty. Yeah. And you're a little under the weather, so I felt like this would be, you know, I know. It fortifies I was actually wondering you while about giving this you because a little. Um, I have to say I'm kind of excited for today because you were gone this week, and so we didn't really talk about the novel yeah. and your reading. And then when you got back last night, I was sick, so I was really not feeling up to it. And so I'm excited. Well, I really liked today. it. I mean, there, there were definite, we agree, there are definite problems i mean just with the plot it was very plot driven and there were a lot of threads that sort of went nowhere it was sort of i can i said you know i can see why you like nora she's really a master of the craft and this is probably i assume a new novelist who just mm-hmm. newer yes kind of cobbled something together and there were some there were some plot threads that just what why did we have this here you know, wh- why did we have two scenes where they got what they wanted by, like, going through the family network? I can see doing that once, but why do that twice? You but know, don't you your think friends, that's the culture? Because this is a big family. Maybe we should yeah, say Yeah, but do that. it once. Like, so, you, so you do it once. You don't have to do it, like, repeatedly, you know. But anyway, yeah. But don't you think, in a way, the family is, like, the best part? Of this, I mean, well, you know, I the that, main character and her family. That's woman what I like about you know being married to you. That's one of the things I like is um, I'm, I've like been adopted into a big family, and you have like different kinds of people in it. My family's kind of small, just like except. Although your family, once you get to your extended family, yeah, but is nothing similar. like your parent. Your parents have eight brothers and sisters each, so it's so it not more. even not even saying we. <laughs> It's like when I grew up, uh, my best friend LB was Filipino and yeah. has like tons of aunts and uncles and everybody and that was kind of cool. Yeah, so. and everyone's like connected and you kind of know through your network, you know mm-hmm. a bunch of people. Yep. So. 
Yeah, so I am interested in what you think. Um, it was fun. It was um, a little racy. Did you notice yeah, the racy parts? Yeah, it was racy. This is um, the first one where the, the protagonist female was, how would you say this in a nice way, wasn't wasn't exactly pure. <laughs> yeah, she's more like modern. Um, I mean, she's got a blue streak does in mo- her hair. Does modern mean like... She, at one point, it said she slept with everybody in her college class. Well, I think that was probably an exaggeration, but the idea was, yeah, she wasn't this, like, perfect, let me put you on a pedestal type of character like so many of the more traditional romance novels are. Um, but also the the guy, I did notice from the beginning, he's, like, looking at her, and it's all about... Like, he already, from the very beginning, starts having these, like, I don't know, lusty thoughts, like... Biophysical reactions to her. I mean, that's what it's highlighting over and over, his, like... Right, he, like, can't contain his desire for her. And that's a euphemism. I mean, they, in in very descriptive terms, explained... How his pants bulged <laughs> on a regular times. regular basis. So that was the whole thing. Um. So, do you know my favorite part? No, I I can't wait to hear. You don't know my favorite part. I can't believe you no. Don't because know honestly, I kind of thought you might like. Even though he's not really a very good guy, a lot of the time of the novel, I thought you would like him in general. Ugh. Uh. <laughs> she leave something to be desired when she's talking about like men fight. I mean, come on. What did you think about the fact that he was an MMA fighter? Well, I mean, you know, and I'm he's really like fighting people and fist fighting regularly. Oh, I was going to ask you, that was one of my questions. Is that romantic for him to like, get is that romantic fight? for me? Do no, that's romantic. Yeah. I don't think that's romantic either. I mean, the MMA thing, I don't know why he didn't just work out. This but, novelist but MMA, obviously thought it was very, it was like hot to be Romantic. an MMA fighter, um, but on the side, you know that's like a big thing now for guys. So, oh yeah, you know, I guess it's it's something. And you know, he was angry, so he needed to get out his anger, and he could do it in the ring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and his job, like he's a corporate. So that downsizer. wasn't ro- that wasn't romantic. That's to not you. particularly romantic, and the corporate downsizer job, not romantic. You don't want job. a tough guy who can beat people up when they do you wrong. No, I want a guy who would be there for me, which he did do. That there were definitely romantic parts where he was like there for her, and it was fun and cute, and mm-hmm. I liked that. But I don't need fist fighting. Okay, yeah, that was a little. A little over the top, maybe. Yeah, I think a little. But, okay, so what was your favorite part? My favorite part is where they hook up in the bathroom of the clothing store, and she's got to take off her shapewear. It's <laughs> <laughs> my best, this best part. I, I almost texted you right after that. I was like, this is, this is my favorite novel now. This is amazing. This is great. And she's, like, taking off, but she's, like, so embarrassed. But she's, like, but I'm going to do it anyway. Turn around. And she's, like, rolling it down. And it gets described as um, as she was taking herself out of her shapewear, like, Pillsbury Crescent Rolls. <laughs> yeah, like, being exploded. And I love that. Because they all would I was, like, that's once. the best thing ever. I actually did have that on my list of what you might have enjoyed was that moment. And it was really funny to read. Yeah. So. Um, I did like in the beginning, like he, she just says, you know, Jonas Jameson as he snorted the last of her savings off two naked models. You know, she just like kind of throws that in there as like, and I, I like that. She, I like that she throws in like whole storylines. In like a in sentence. In like a sentence or two. She does that a few times, and I was like, yeah, that's pretty, I like that. Um, it just gives a lot of texture, and it's almost like a whole story in a, in a Yeah, sentence. I mean, this is like a novel of the time. Like, the, you can tell this is newer, because she can write that sentence, and then he's also a social media star. So it's like in like a couple of sentences, you can really mm-hmm. imagine this guy that somehow she had hooked up with. 
And then it was, of course, interesting. They arranged marriage versus the right. um, chosen marriage, if you will. And, uh, you know, right in the beginning, the mom says, that's why in our tradition, marriage is not about love. Her mother never passed up an opportunity to extol the benefits of an arranged marriage, especially when Layla had suffered yet another heartbreak. It's about devotion to another person, caring, duty, and sacrifice. It goes a little long on this. An arranged marriage is based on permanence. It is a contract between two like-minded people who share the same values and desire for companionship and family. There is no heartache, no betrayal, no boys pretending they care or using you or throwing you away. No promises unkept. No love. That's what Layla says, no love. Yeah, but I mean... It's very interesting. What do you think about that? You know, I think arranged marriages are more successful than chosen marriages. Are they? Yeah, I don't know. Um, I mean, I think it's interesting because there's like a... Clearly like a vow... Like this is not a rejection of arranged marriages. This... Mm -mm. Yeah, this novel because you know her parents are really happy. Although it's interesting because they got married, but then they say that they grew to love each other, and mm -hmm. so the love grew out of the time they spent together. Um, I don't know. It's like really hard for me to imagine because the thought of my parents arranging a marriage it is just—it's just not in my. Um, It's just not my imaginings. But at the same time, there was, um, like, her description of her parents' relationship was really positive and the way they were together. Right. And even this idea that she was going to go out on the dates in the whole marriage game mm -hmm. because maybe her dad knew her better than she knew herself. Yeah. And maybe that can be true. Yeah. Um, it's kind of interesting because the that's a description of marriage and a relationship. But then the one, but I and I don't think again. I don't think the book was rejecting that idea. In fact, I think there was value in the idea. But then the relationship that well, the um, modern version of it is its arranged introduction is how they. Changed. Yeah, which that they, was they interesting. They like say like, it's just an arranged introduction, you know. So we're helping you along the way, and I I think there's a lot of merit to that, you know. I think we should do that with our kids. <laughs> <laughs> you imagine Lily, we're arranging an introduction. Well, I I mean I I'm saying that a little bit tongue in cheek, but I do think there's a lot of merit in having family. Arrange an introduction. Yeah, I mean, there's something about it, I guess, that it almost, like, gives it more weight, too, mm -hmm. maybe. Um, and it's, like, in contrast to the way she was originally meeting guys in the story. Yeah. Um, kind of in her past. But it didn't really work out that well, these arranged introductions that her father had set up for her. Yeah, they were pretty much all disasters. <laughs> I mean, one guy was a hedge fund manager who's just like, what did he say? He said, "I'll bang you." I'll, I'll, I'll bang you, and and why was she disqualified? Because he's a sing. Oh yeah, and she's not, and yeah. he will only marry a sing. Yeah. And then there was the bodybuilder that just wanted a brown brand. Yeah. And then, I mean. The, the guy who wanted to check her maidenhood. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That was weird. But it was kind of interesting because it was, in a way, all these guys, even though they were, like, not for her, mm -hmm. they did show, a, like, a very broad picture of what an Indian yeah, man is. Yeah, or something. Yeah, and so you get to see through this way, you get to see that they're not the same. Yeah. You know, and it's, like, a very broad array of personalities, jobs, yeah. whatever. Um, 
and then what she would have to face as a woman, like interacting with all these men who have all these different ideas about her role, right, in their lives. So it was kind of interesting to see that. Yeah, they had a Michelin star. Did you buy that? There was too much going on. I, I, I'm not sure I bought that they had a Michelin star. I mean, but you would love to eat at that restaurant. Right. I guess it could be like Rasika. Right. That's what I was I thinking. Mean, That's how I was imagining It's like your it. favorite food. Um, of course. There so, was a lot of talk of like good stuff. That right. Sounded, it sounded really good. A few times as I was I wish I had out. like a friend who had a parents who were like a Michelin star <laughs> Indian <laughs> restaurant. Could you imagine? Oh. You just like, I mean, there were definitely a few times as I was reading, I was like, oh, we should really get some I know. Indian tonight. Um, if I wasn't sick, I would have definitely considered it. Um, because it sounded so good. Yeah. I like the, uh, I like the way that, um, she, she really has got the Indian parents down. At one point, her dad calls her old boyfriend a bastard hippie. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that was so funny. That's like what I could see, like an old Indian man who doesn't quite, who like grew up, you know, in hippie times and just thinks that everyone's a hippie because of that. You know, <laughs> um, I mean, the one thing is, it didn't seem like there was a lot of romance in this book. Tell me more. Well, I mean, they they got busy a lot or a few times, and they were like feeling in, like so drawn to each other. But they didn't like each other at first. Or, well, they did, but obviously they thought they were enemies. Mm -hmm. Um, And he was, like, not really open for a long time. And then finally, when he was, he ruined it all. Yeah. Because he was, like, incapable of talking through things with people. Yeah, the whole thing with the sister, I mean. Oh, I know. I mean, I guess I wonder if, I wonder if, uh, you know, I told my Indian friend who's married to an Indian woman to, like, go read, like, have his wife read this novel. He didn't think she had read it. So, um, I wonder if that rings true. Like, are brothers that protective that they, like... I don't know. Their, like, years you... of their life could be missing because they were, wanted to avenge their sister's tragic assault. Maybe in close families, can't you imagine that? Like you losing ten years of my life. No, and like not, and like being feeling so guilty that you like move away and you close yourself off emotionally. It, it just seemed like too much. To well, me. it did seem like a lot that he would not even talk to his parents. Right. Um, but I mean, seeing himself as to blame, feeling guilty, not being able to reconcile it. But then you had like the, the reflection of that in Layla in that she slept around because her brother died. Like that, that whole thing, like this, these causes of like these pathologies, like, oh, it's no fault of their own. She slept around because her brother died. But I mean, couldn't she She was looking for love. And he's not to blame for being such a sociopath. He actually, <laughs> he like had to, he quit being a doctor because his doctor friend pushed his sister down a flight of stairs. Like, you know, that kind of stuff was like, you have to like the person, so we're going to make this really tragic. They're like the, tr- the, or the, it's these tragic circumstances. I mean, couldn't they just be like, Less good people because well, people that, just like, aren't saints to begin with. How about that? I mean, they had to have him be separated from his culture a little bit, though. And be well, that's kind of fine, like but you don't have to make it marriage. such a dramatic thing. Um, just could be that's what he was, you know? Why, why does it have to be sister pushed down a flight of stairs? Right, because he. And then brother, the foil of that is brother dies tragically. Wait, I forgot Did how they he even died. say how he died? Yeah, I think a car accident, right? That sounds right. I mean, I now I'm like, wait, do and I And now, know? because of the car accident, I'm thinking, 
Why put that other car accident in there? But I now I'm like, did why did the brother die? Or they were like was? hooking up in the car, and that's what caused the car accident. That's what I mean. There was um, that, that was, but it was like him protecting her and her liking that he was protecting. You know, somebody her who's been through a tragic car accident would like be really disturbed by that scene. You well, I think there are a few that. things that are disturbing that are used in the plot. Oh, well, I mean the sister. That's disturbing. Like that she got pushed down the stairs by the doctor. By the doctor, and that's like a yeah, catalyst I for his. Said that, yeah. And then, then the car accident, and and then he is. I mean, he's a corporate downsizer, nah, and he's supposed to be like the romantic hero. Yeah, but he's got to find his heart again, isn't that? That sounds like I a, guess sounded like a rom com. Like she was basically writing a rom-com. right. I mean, there are plenty of Hallmark movies actually that focus, that have like one of the two are a business person who just are going to like close down a whole town business or something, and then through the magic of love, they find a way not to. Um, but I mean, I actually thought it was kind of interesting that the parents at, were happy when their restaurant was taken over or their building was bought, and they were kind of happy to go back to their community and open their little yeah um, restaurant again. But I mean, it just—I don't know. It was like the—I really liked the characters in some in one way. Like their interactions were funny to me, and they. Um, like, I like that kind of, like, enemies to lovers trope in romance novel. That's one of my favorites. Is that like us? Were we enemies? <laughs> no. <laughs> Did you notice, though, that the mom said, or the dad said, which one said that the reason that they loved each other so much and the reason they had such a good relationship was because they challenged? The dad, yeah. The dad said that the mom challenged Or maybe it was him. the mom. Yeah, I don't remember. One of them said that they mm-hmm. challenged. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh. That's nice. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, in a way, it's the parents who have the more romantic relationship. Mm. So you, you never got down to a, that there was no romance. You just said that they weren't. They well, they didn't just, really, like, I mean, like. They're they, having a lot of sex in a lot of, like, weird places. Yeah. And then I was like, but maybe that is what happens in a relationship. Is that romantic? But that's what I was wondering. Like, is that really romantic? Hmm. I hope you say yes, because then I'm <laughs> going to be into romance. I mean, I guess it's romantic that they just, like, you know, want to be together, and they're, like, so mm-hmm. um, into it. And then he really is attracted to her, and she, like, feels confident around him. And that's romantic, that she, she feels confident as who she is when she's with him. So now you go, you're back to it's romantic. But there wasn't a lot of romance. Think about it. Like, they went out, to, she went out to that bar because he did something to make her mad. And then he comes in and he ends up punching the guy. Mm-hmm. That's not that romantic. And then they, like, declare that they want to be together. And he ends up in a party with strippers and, like, drinking a lot. Like destroying the office and killing the fish. And then, you know, they're separated for a while and then they finally get back together because they real they love each other and they can't live without each other. Mm-hmm. But there weren't a lot of like romantic times because it was like one misunderstanding after another. Yeah. I mean, it was cute that she learned how to make those dosas for him. But then it was so terrible. What do you mean? She goes to take him the dosas, and he's at the stripper party. Yeah. That's just so sad. You didn't think that was sad? Yeah, I didn't really care that much. Ah, it was so sad. The whole thing seemed, like, too cute. I mean, it was like. Didn't seem that real, so I just sort of like, okay, this is the tension for now. I guess. You know, they have to end up together. Right, and they did, of course, because yeah. it's happily ever after. Although, twice they referenced Romeo and Juliet. And I they, noticed And they said that that's romantic. 
we've had a discussion about this in the past. You think Romeo and Juliet not romantic. Right, but Layla thought it was romantic, but not Sam. Yeah, well. I'm with Sam on that one. Brought it up twice. They did, twice in the novel. And I was like, why would you, Romeo and Juliet, not romantic? Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I'm not sure. Um, like, I enjoyed reading the book. It was fun to read. Mm-hmm. But in the end, I was like, this relationship had a rocky start. And he had a lot of issues opening up. So is he just going to be, like, able to do that now? And he's just going to be able to talk, 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 talk. Yeah, and then baseball became a theme. There were, like, lots of, like, motifs that weren't really... So they weren't motifs. I mean, I think they were, like, half motifs. They were, like, carried throughout a little well, bit. Well, basketball worked. I mean, baseball, baseball did because that's how she escaped the, like, mafia guy. Yeah, but then it was even earlier. Like, they, they had talked about him being an ace fan, and that was, like, a... Yeah, and then it came back because they were ace Impressive. She really knew her team. Clearly, this wasn't a fly-by-night fandom you know like they had shared baseball they both liked it right like they had things in common even though at first they seemed like opposites Mm -hmm. um and i mean i guess it's just like one more crack because he didn't want to find anyone that he loved he didn't even think it would be possible Mm -hmm. so these little moments open him up to the possibility yeah Mm I mean, there was a lot of him feeling guilty throughout. Mm-hmm. And I think she she never felt shame. Did you ever feel bad for her only, as a woman reader? Only when she walked up with those dosas and he was in the stripper party. That was the only time you felt sorry for her. Oh, I mean, in the very beginning when she had, like, lost her job because of her social media star boyfriend, like, and she got mad at him. And but got even, arrested. And got arrested. But even then, like, I liked her. And I didn't, like, I'm like, well, she's a cool girl who is, like, passionate and it's reasonable and mm-hmm. she's going to find her way. I don't know. I didn't think she seemed like a character to feel sorry for it was just that because that was like the nicest thing she did was when she like made those little dosas. Yeah. And can't get over it. That was just I mean the one worst. big thing is like the insecurity and they have these hang-ups that they have to transcend in order to come together. Yes. Or drop their guard mm-hmm. and come together. They obviously love each other, but they're not willing to drop their yeah, I think that's true of a lot of romance novels. Do you th- do you think that's true, like in in life? Yeah, don't you? Do you think that we could maybe end up with a lot of people, and we just happen to end up with each other because we happen to let our guards down with each other? Well, I don't think you can just let your guard down with just anyone. And it's not just letting your guard down that builds a relationship. What else is it? Well, there's like other ways that you're compatible, like things that you like to do or talk about or ways of seeing the world Mm -hmm. that are similar. Um, Or, I mean, clearly they were sexually compatible as well. I like that you had that. You just waited. You listed (laughs) a bunch of things and then... As an afterthought, you talk about what they spent all the time. (laughs) Well, it is true because we're talking about romantic relationships. And sometimes a lot of what I say romance is Mm -hmm. could apply to any relationship. But that that is part of Mm -hmm. at least these romantic relationships. Yeah. Um, But it's like we said from last week, letting your guard down is also necessary. Because how can you really connect with a person if you don't show them, you know, who you are? And, like, if your insecurities aren't made less, because if you're just always insecure, even in this relationship, then, like, where is it going to go? Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean... I'm not sure that letting down your guard is, like, that seminal. But it seems to be seminal in all these romance novels. Maybe because they're happily ever after. Maybe we let down our guard a lot, but they're not worthy of writing a novel about. Maybe we let our guard down and either are pleased or not pleased. And then, you know, life goes on, whatever, you know. We don't necessarily result. Letting our guard down doesn't always result. But I mean, in a do you? I mean, maybe it's these characters, but like, I mean, most. I mean, I don't let my guard down with most people. Of course, you don't. Like almost no one, except you. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I don't think like to me. I don't let my guard down with a lot of people. That's true. But everyone isn't like that. Yeah. So. I guess I can see that, but in these characters, that was a big yeah. part of it. Yep. When they say they want to walk by the villain court fountain, I can dance on it like Anita Ekberg in La Dolce Vita, one of the most romantic moments in film history. Do you know what they're talking about? I don't. I actually thought, oh, I don't know what that is. So, And Sam had no interest in old films, but the idea of Layla splashing around in the fountain held considerable appeal. So, of course, they're, like, sexualized. Yeah, but it's and, always, for him, it's always that. He's yeah. always looking at her with this, like, sexual There, there was eye. one part of it, and maybe I've got it highlighted somewhere in here, that um, he, she said that, Jonah Jameson, you know, the yeah. social media, that, like, um, sleeping with him was always, like, a, a religious experience. Did yeah, because he was, like, all soulful, and he yeah. was, like, staring into her eyes but and that, But that with Sam, it was, like, playful and fun, and they could laugh. Yeah. I like that. That was, I like yeah. that part. And then he goes, there's nothing romantic about dancing around a rusted pile of steel and concrete. But but she thought it was. And yeah. then by the end, he thought it was. Mm-hmm. Because he saw it through her eyes. Or he saw her. I mean, he was really into looking at her. Yeah. So. Was that romantic? I guess, yeah. I mean... Mm-hmm. I mean, he thought she was, like, super beautiful and, like, wanted to be with her. Yeah. Did you like the part where the mom describes how she knew she was in love with the father? Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember it? It's, like, where he watched him... She watched him, like, teach her brother how to grind the, like, spices to make Mm -hmm. um, dosas, I think. Mm -hmm. And um, he, she, like, just saw him in that moment for who he was and just loved and loved him. And I thought that was really nice. Because I think that can be true even if you don't have an arranged marriage. So, like, obviously theirs had to grow over time. They didn't even know each other when they got married. But those kind of moments can exist even if you have, you know, been in love for a long time where you just are reminded yeah. of, of what you love about the person. She says, love doesn't always hit like a thunderbolt. Sometimes it can grow quietly in the background until one day you realize it is there. What about you? Did it come like a thunderbolt or was it, did it just grow slowly in the background? Well, we were pretty young. So, so you don't even remember sad. <laughs> well, no, we were just so young that like would I have even like trusted it to be like So it must have grown in the background slowly because you don't even remember. If it was a thunderbolt, you would remember. Yeah, I guess because I think I think growing slowly in the background is more romantic. Mm. Because to me it's more like you can trust it. Because I'm suspicious. 
Yeah, we are and fickle I'm more, creatures. And I'm more cautious by nature. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I think that's really, that's what I said. I thought her parents and the way they described their relationship was very romantic. Yeah. And very sweet. Mm-hmm. How did you feel about the use of the, the use of the word, uh, the name Karen? I mean, <laughs> I did wonder about that. I'm looking at you with a pained look. Like, come on. Do you have to use, like, use the Give word Give her the Karen? name Karen? Right. But then by Which the end, right. they kind of like... This, this person is obviously, like, very aware of modern culture, yeah. of colloquialisms, and use that on purpose. Yeah. I mean, it was fine to me. I, it's a I little didn't... annoying. Like, you don't have to punch down. Like, we get it. Us white people are less interesting. But, like, come on. <laughs> that's what you read from that? Well, that's what it. That's what she's saying. It's like this other woman's a Karen, and she's just like... And they actually use the word Karen in, like, the more colloquial sense. Like, oh, another Karen, you know? Like, come on. You have to call her Karen and then and then use it. But then in the end, she like yes, they were nice they, to her. They were like kind of nice know. to her, and so like she didn't just become this woman who wanted to sleep with I know. Sam. That who just she like enjoyed yes. um, getting rid of people. I was annoyed that they used it at first, but then yeah, yeah, it was like they then showed like she had more to her story too. So I was like, oh well, they kind of made her more like not just so one dimensional as in the beginning. That's true. Um. And then she had, like, survived a, a abusive, abusive relationship. There's just a lot of that, like, just, oh, let's throw in another story. I liked when she did it in one line, when it was, like, many pages of story that didn't really have a reason for being there. That was kind of annoying. <laughs> um, they bring up forearms again. This is, you know, I've only read about five romance uh-huh. novels. And I think three of them have brought up men's forearms. Is that like a woman thing? I get, forearms, yeah. Like I mean, thing? it is like, like muscular forearms. Mm-hmm. They are very noticeable. Mm. And it's like that idea also because you also wear like long sleeve shirts a lot. And then you like pull them up and reveal your forearms. Mm. Okay. But this book did do a lot of describing of the male physique. Like the muscles. The male physique. Like yeah. the, the muscles. And like there was the bodybuilder who was like the most yeah. perfect. There were some turgid members. Okay, that was not what I was talking about. I was talking more about the muscles. <laughs> like <laughs> multiple times she talked about his being strong from like his working out at the mm. gym. Like multiple times that came and up. And his erect penis as well. Okay. I remember that being described a few times. Well, it wasn't actually described. Oh, it, it was I just mean. said that it was. It wasn't like described what it looked like. Oh. oh <laughs> would you would you want it to have been described? <laughs> no, I don't think we needed that. Okay. I think we can all imagine. Yep. Um, there is... Um, the patriarchy was called out again. It was. So this yes. is the second or third? I think. Second only. What other one? Last week called out the patriarchy. Okay. Um, Are you sure Tate and uh, the first Nora didn't call out the patriarchy? Definitely not. Oh, no. No. She never does. She might now, Good but she Nora. definitely wouldn't have back then. Uh, um, Nora, what are you doing? But I thought I think I think I thought it was pretty cleverly called out in this one because the thing was Daisy maybe who called it out or Layla I can't remember who called it out but I remember thinking oh yeah nice nice little reference to getting rid of the patriarchy yeah. I it made me happy this to is see. my gig Layla said I'm driving my car if you can't get over your traditional sexist patriarchy patriarchal controlling self then I'll meet you there oh yeah I liked that. Because uh, I thought it was true. It's like, he's like, I'm going to drive. I'm going to drive your car? Like, what? Yeah, that is. That's like the patriarchy at work. Mm-hmm. So. And then there was the talk of the Patels. I guess the Patels are a special kind of Indians. Well, that's also the family. I know, but they like keep on talking about it. Like, it's really special in some way. 
Patels don't treat people differently when they have special needs. But I took it as their family. We just try harder to let them know they're loved. Yeah, but I took that as her family, as in the Patels that she is a family with. They that's how they live their lives. Mm-hmm. It's like a family value. Yeah. Do you remember the whole part about comparing and contrasting Karen sexually to... I do remember it. I'm not sure it's to the relevant dun, to our to podcast. The, to the done breasts of the <laughs> of Layla. Yes, I do remember that. Um, do you want me to read? I could read that part. I've got it highlighted. No, but here. it's like... No, you definitely don't need to read it. I remember but, I mean, it's true. Like, you learn early on that being, like, more like Karen, like, paler and whiter is better. Mm-hmm. And you have to learn to, like, be proud of your darker color. Maybe. So, I mean, that's just what that is. And I thought at least it was in that way and not just telling us that. Oh, it was Bob who said that he said that Romeo and Juliet is a love story. Bob. Remember Babu? Yes, Bob. Yeah. So clearly, like, that means it's not, although Layla thought it was. So. And Babu says, I'm a romantic at heart. Oh, Babu. Yeah, but Babu was going to take her to a doctor to get her examined to but see if she Babu, was a virgin. he's just a sweet guy. He didn't. That was his idea about yeah. what he needed. Be nice. It's a to pretty those. antiquated idea. Well, let's talk about the antiquated idea that women shouldn't sleep around that much. But I mean, this turned should. that on its head. This yeah. sure said that, like, yeah, that it's women... perfectly acceptable to sleep around mm-hmm. a lot. I mean, they just kept on hitting on that like yeah but because both she and daisy did oh daisy did too i mm-hmm. didn't i didn't notice oh that. it came up repeatedly that i guess it did in the beginning that's how she was described yeah and then she's like meeting the fireman later mm-hmm. yeah because they're also it's also in contrast to the traditional culture in which they live yeah. and the culture that they clearly love and are a deep are a part of and families that they love, and it is not traditional. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, part of me says that that's true. Part of me says that a lot of our romantic notions are based on tradition. And this is pretty anti-traditional to say, oh, it's the same if a woman's had 500 partners you know, it's going to be just as romantic with you as 501. Yeah, and but that's always been the way for men. That I, they can have as many partners as they want. I don't know if that's true. Well, in, I wouldn't, I would say that probably, you know, like the rake. The story of the rake. Right. You know, in one sense, it's like the rake has been reformed. Mm-hmm. So, is there a reforming of a woman rake in this story? No, because she's not a rake. Well, a woman rake. I mean, she's but obviously she's sleeping not, around for like, fun. But that's not the character what is a rake, that she then? is. What's a rake? I don't know. That's a, it's an interesting idea because this no, this one doesn't. It's not about like a moral view. Well, you of, take that. You take. It's okay to take that moral view of the man. Of but the no, rake. but that's how it's you written. Call it a like rake, the like rake, a bad I, guy. The rake idea, though, is kind of that. Like, yeah, but why would you even say that that's bad if it's not bad for a woman? Why would it be bad for a man to sleep around? But the idea is, it wasn't bad for men in traditional society. Like in England, mm-hmm. it was exactly what Babu said. But Men the, could the go sow their oats. In the they novel. could do what they wanted to do. And then when they decided to settle down, they still didn't even need to be faithful. And that's why the woman won't love the rake unless he reforms himself, right? Right, because the woman... There is no be- sense that she's reformed herself. But there's no sense that she was... Not trying to find someone that she loved either. 
Mm-hmm. She just, I mean, that's a good question because that still then implies that it's like she was like damaged and that's right. why she slept with a lot of people versus just like she wanted to because exactly. she enjoyed it and right. it, she was young. I mean, she's only 26. Yeah, why, why are the men the only ones who are just like doing it for fun and they finally find some woman who's so glorious that they reform themselves? No, that's an interesting And question. that a woman but a has woman- to be like missing the love of her dead brother in order to sleep around. Hmm. Because we are still traditional in so many ways, and we're That's constantly why are co- trying to question. I think so, tradition it has moored our romantic notions. But this is more. This, so this is, is outside because she does have multiple sexual partners, and in mo- in a lot of the more traditional romances, would you say dozens or hundreds, maybe? Well, they didn't name. It, but, but she, they did say her whole. There were a number class, which her again, whole I think class. that was an exaggeration. But she, multiple, and even in Nora's, <laughs> but especially the Nora's that are like more are older. Yeah, the woman never did have this pure right. Whereas the man just did whatever. It's mm-hmm. not even like a thought, you know. Right. Um, I mean, I have read. Some novels, I can't name one right now, where the man has less experience than the woman. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know. Hmm. So you've, you've, I mean, it's almost like they took all the trappings of a traditional story, and in, the, in fact, they included arranged marriages in here. So there's a lot of tradition. But that's here. because it is a story. Yeah, but Indian they've culture. layered in a lot of tradition. Like, yeah. more tradition than a normal Western story would. Because this right, is because a, this is a more... More Eastern-oriented. Yeah. And then, and then you subvert this one aspect of it and you say by the way the woman's just been sleeping around and by the way she's been sleeping around for but there are a lot years of ways years she's years. subverting i mean she also has her job has starting her business she um wants to keep working when she gets married like she's like outspoken there are a lot of ways she's a more modern woman i don't know well I don't think you can have a romance novel without having a very extraordinary woman lead. Oh, right. You can't. Like, you're not going to have a damsel in distress who just doesn't know what she's doing, and the guy comes in and swoops in. Because that's not romantic. It's about the woman. Right. Because a woman, these are written for women. Women want people with agency to read about because they have their right, own agency. strong characters, yeah. Right. So, I don't know, that's just, that's one piece that I think has remains unresolved for us. We have this, I mean, would you agree that a lot of our notions of romance are connected to tradition? Yeah, I mean... I would agree, yes, because also just the idea of a... I mean, there's some biological like reason for these traditions to be the way they are. Why a man pursues a woman because, you know, biologically that's kind of how the whole propagation of species works. But like, the tra- there is some reason involved. It's more than just an animalistic thing. Right. There's like... The traditions that humans have had built around re- for relationships, and, and it's it's even you know it's written into the the Bible. But they were not about love and romance. Relationships have not been about love and romance throughout history. There's yeah, like no true. evidence that that's well, really now. There's evidence that there are always those examples of people who did love each other, but that wasn't why people got married. Well, that wasn't why people stayed together. I mean, yeah. I mean, there's the four types of love. You okay. Know. I mean, that's old. That's as old as Greek, the Greek, ancient Greek language, right? I mean, but I'm not sure it was attached to marriage. Well, 
Eros was, yeah. But erotic, was it attached to love. but was it attached to marriage? Yeah, erotic love was, of course. Erotic love meant the passion of right, a but man that, for a woman. But that doesn't but it could also mean a man for a man or a woman for a woman. I don't well, I don't think erotic love I think erotic love did was heterosexual, but I might be wrong. But Maybe I mean the Greeks, I would think it could be both. No. I don't think so. Oh. I'd have to look look at it again. I seem to remember old classics classes. Remember I studied You philosophy. did, yeah. Well, yeah, you definitely studied a lot more than me. Yeah. Um, but I'm just saying that that didn't necessarily, that wasn't necessarily why people got married. Yeah, of course. I mean, when you read historical novels, but it's ma- often set up, the That's romance is set the up idea as of against marriage. the traditional marriage. Why is marriage the centerpiece of these romance novels. Again, that's a, a convention. But they're not always. I mean... Oh, so marriage isn't. They're just together. Then. They're just... Think about it. They're not always married. Although, have of all the ones we've read, they've gotten married I at the end. I think so. Well, no, not the... Not last week, right? Oh, no, they were already married. <laughs> um. So in the ones we've read, they've gotten married at the end. Right. But they don't always. Sometimes but they just see, get together. But see... There you go. Again, it's a piece of tradition. And sometimes people reject marriage, and they just want to be together. If you will. Mm-hmm. Overuse of ragged breath. Ragged, how many times did she use ragged breath? Oh, I breath? didn't know What is a ragged breath? How does that go? <sighs> you that's know, a ragged, that's not like, like a sigh. Like when you're like running, and you I just would like, think a ragged like, breath is like. <laughs> yeah. Like a catching breath. It's like you're out of breath. Like, remember like when you, you watched that commercial and it made your breath catch? What was that commercial that about? That case jewelry commercial <laughs> that night. Yeah. Yeah, it's like you can't quite get your full breath and you got to, like, let it out. Mm-hmm. Well, they were very passionate for each other. Yeah, they were. I, I liked how the dad was, like, involved in the end. Yeah, you did? Yeah, that was good. Do you wish one day you could be involved in your kid's well, relationship? Well, I plan on it, just so you know. <laughs> My father was involved in our relationship. That's true, he was. Not quite as much, but... He passed through the newspaper one day while you were just working away. I mean, asked. Us, he said like, you were the best girlfriend he ever had. And when, what are we going to like, I can't remember what he said, but he said something about that and like, what was going to happen. I can't remember. It was funny, but I wonder what he did say. He might remember. Hmm. The real measure of a man comes not when things go right, but what he does when things go wrong. Oh, isn't that the measure of any person? Yeah, probably. So overall, thoughts? I think I like, I mean, I like the characters. I do like that it's kind of like a modern culture vibe with the main characters. Like it feels new, newer than some of what we've read. Um, And I do love the family aspect of this one probably more than any other that we've read i like the easy sex that's nice it's constant (laughs) it wasn't that constant um i mean thinking about it was constant at least i thought you would think that was rang true to you what rang true that he was always thinking about it is that what you think about me well i feel like you've said that before Um. Um. And I do like that they had this like, like you could think about arranged marriage and whether that could be romantic and whether that could be the way mm-hmm. to even find love because that's what happened for her parents, and and that it might it might be a good thing for the parents to be involved. And so even if you have these like mo- very feel, they feel modern characters. Yeah. They're not like 
or at least she's not outside of her. Yeah, that's like, probably why I liked it the best because yeah. it sort of grappled with what does tradition, what role does tradition play? Mm-hmm. And it plays some role. Like mm-hmm. she's acknowledging that. Right. She's not rejecting tacitly it, she's not... or explicitly. She is saying, obviously, I need to get back to tradition. Yeah. That's like a big part of the whole move back and all that kind of stuff. But then it's like, then she's asking, well, how do I move forward given that I've basically, you know, dispensed with a lot of traditional things in my life. Yeah. But some of that is good. Mm -hmm. And some of it is not for her. Of course. So it's not like an easy like... Tradition is not good for tradition. Tradition is not not virtuous, but in and of itself, it's just... It is a good way to find the wisdom of your ancestors. But not everything they thought was so great. Right, is what you... Right. Is great. I also like that she was trying to figure that out, but she wasn't particularly like suffering about figuring that out. Like she had some bad experiences that made her have to rebuild. Do you like how she threw up? She like ate so much that she just like threw <laughs> up all over everything. I that like was it. So weird. I like it because it's such a funny way. Like forget. Like usually it's like you drink all. You just keep on drinking, but instead of drinking, she's like eating doll and like <laughs> ate so much that she got sick. You know, I I actually so thought weird. that was kind of funny. And then she was um, gonna like sleep with the chef, but then the chef was so disgusted by her puking all over the place. <laughs> That was a weird scene. It was very strange. It's kind of funny. I mean, she's just like eating her doll. And so she's like comforted by eating her family food. But then it just took a weird turn. What is doll? I'm not sure. I I think it's like the... butter? No, I think it's like made with lentils. Oh. And it's like cooked way down. Oh, okay. Um, It's a weird thing. (laughs) So weird. So she's eating beans, and she threw up beans all over. <laughs> and then she threw up, like, twice, and there's this, like, graphic scene of her, like, rolling around in her own vomit, and it's just... Well, she said she hit bottom. There was nowhere else <laughs> to go but up after that. And I would say that's probably true. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So that was fun. Yeah. So what about you, though? What do you take away from this? I told you. You know, I like the... I like the interplay of tradition and a new way forward. And I like that it was fun mm-hmm. and light. Mm-hmm. Although there were some serious things, it was. But like they had fun together. Like it was fun. It didn't for feel them too to, dramatic. Right. It was fun for them to be around each other. Yeah. Which I was mean, nice. I mean, Mortman was like. Sad and terrible. Right. And this one, like, even when there were terrible things, they didn't linger on, like, her getting pushed down the stairs. Even though, if you really think about it, that was, like, the most horrifying thing. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, that's, I mean, but they had fun together. Mm-hmm. That was nice. Yeah. Um, but what about, what do you take away about romance? I, I, I think it's just more of that, question about it's not a takeaway it's just more of a question about like what must remain more to tradition and what can we okay what can we adopt moving forward you know i do believe in the best tenants my you know diatribes notwithstanding like i do believe in feminism I know. I mean, I, I don't be believe it's me. very romantic when women are subservient to men because then right. it gives them less agency and then it doesn't feel like it's this whole reason I felt like I couldn't date anybody in the Peace Corps. Right. Because I felt like there was a power right. differential yep. and like, I don't know, I don't, it's just, it was very hard to feel like. I was seen, and that's what you want in a romance, yes, is to like, feel like you're seen by your partner. And so, um, and if you don't think they're a true equal partner, mm-hmm. then that's hard to, hard to feel that way. Yeah, you know? absolutely. 
Okay. I'm glad you liked it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what do we have for next week? We're going to read The Soulmate Equation. The Soulmate Equation. By Christina Lauren. And this is right. interesting because it's actually two authors that write together as Christina Lauren. The Soulmate Equation. By, by Christina Lauren. Christina Lauren. And are both them women? Yeah. Two women are writing a romance novel together? Oh, they've written a bunch of bestsellers together. Mm-hmm. This That's isn't the weird. first one I read, but I... And some people don't like this book of theirs, but I loved it for some reason. So I figure, let's read Soul it. And I will warn you, she is also pretty racy. Well, I'll just... <laughs> Ask you to read some certain passages. Okay, should we add next that next week? week? Yeah, read alouds. Okay, I'll just highlight some passages that you have to read. Not add that, but okay, you can you can dream. All right. Okay. <laughs>